What's up? What's up, everyone? And welcome to the School District Podcast. My name is Adam. Welcome. This is my podcast. I am the host, and I really hope you enjoy all the conversations I have with educators all over the world, principals, teachers. I mean, I got instructional coaches, assistant soups, superintendents, and we just really talk about the pain points and lessons learned in education so we can all simply be better for kids and the colleagues we work with. Please consider subscribing to the podcast, leave a rating, write a review, and share your favorite conversations with colleagues or anyone you think would enjoy. Today's episode, if you listen, you know it's brought to you by me. (laughs) I'm the sponsor. The best way to support the podcast is pick up one of my books, Kids Deserve It, which has been out for seven years, I think, six or seven, I have to look at the date, (laughs) Run Like a Pirate, Empower Our Girls, and my newest book, Teachers Deserve It. They are all available on Amazon or wherever books are sold, as you can imagine. And Kids Deserve It is also on Audible as an audio book, if you would rather listen to the words than read them. And I have been to so many Barnes and Nobles, like the brick and mortar stores around the country, and nine out of 10, maybe eight out of 10 times, Kids Deserve It is actually on the shelf if you are looking to go out and buy the book. And if your organization, your school, your district, your county, service unit, conference, or company is having an event and looking for a high energy, relevant, relatable, fun, down to earth speaker that just keeps it real and really connects with the audience, reach out directly so we can talk about your event and schedule something amazing for your team. I've given well over 300 keynotes. I need to add them up and get like this exact number all across North America. I think I'm up to 39 states in a few weeks. It'll be 42 states. Uh, And I got breakout sessions, coaching, leadership strands. And honestly, I would just love to work with you. This summer has been amazing and it's been super busy how summer always is. I think I've had 27 events this summer in 20 states. Oh my, in like a seven, eight week period. Coming up later this year, I'll be in Montana, California, Pennsylvania, Alaska, my first time in Alaska, Louisiana, my first time in Louisiana, which I'm excited about, and Maine to kind of round out the year and some others that I'm working on. So reach out now so we can talk about your event. Honestly, I was thinking about August, which is my my busiest time. I had to turn down over 20 events in August for groups because I was just already booked. So the sooner you plan, the better. Adam, welcome at gmail.com or Mr. Adam, welcome com for more information about speaking and also my other podcasts and blog. All right, my guest for today is Tarita Murdoch, daughter Doctor Tarita Murdoch, who's a principal in Clayton, Missouri. And I was recoed um, on Tarita by by somebody else who's a who's a friend in Missouri. And uh, oh my, just what an awesome conversation! We just talk about so many different nuggets of school leadership. This podcast is just under 18 minutes, so pretty quick to uh, consume all the goodness. Make sure you are following Tarita on uh, on Twitter. It's T-R-H-I-M-E-S 31. I'm going to link it in the show notes as well, too. But um, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all you do. And I hope you enjoy my conversation with Tarita. Today on the show, we have a brand new principal. And when I say brand new, that's like, you know, brand new, like 
school hasn't started yet, and uh, they are just coming off of the assistant principalship. Tarita Rhymes Murdoch. Some of you uh, may know Tarita as Rhymes. She just got married. Congratulations. So we got the name change uh, from Rhymes to Murdoch. Tarita, uh, for the people out there that don't know who you are, introduce yourself and just uh, give us a little background. All right, so I am Tarita uh, Murdoch now. It used to be Tarita Rhymes. I'm originally from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So that's where I started my educational journey. Um, and so I was an elementary school teacher in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, got married to a Navy man and moved to Louisiana. Taught in Louisiana, St. Charles Parish for about two and a half years. Um, left there, we were stationed in St. Louis. So I subbed around in St. Louis and got hired in Ferguson Florissant School District, where I taught elementary school in Holman Elementary, um, and then um, ended up getting a divorce in St. Louis um, and decided to stay, even though I did not have family here, just because the school system at the time was doing way better than what they were, what was happening in Milwaukee Public Schools. Um, and so I thought it was more stability here. So I stayed here, taught in Ferg Floor, and then transitioned to the school district of Clayton where I am entering my 10th year in Clayton. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, I started <laughs> here um, as the educational technology specialist at Merrimack Elementary School for four years, and then five years as assistant principal at White Island Middle School. That was my first experience besides student teaching in middle school and as an assistant principal. And then now I'm entering my first year as principal of Glen Ridge Elementary. So I'm going back home to elementary school. Yeah, well, welcome back. I spent most of my career in elementary. And I got to give a shout out to Cameron Poole. He was on episode 159 of the uh, School District Podcast. Cameron connected um, to read it in myself. He's like, yeah, brand new principal. Got to have her on. She's awesome. Glen Ridge Elementary. Trita, what are you thinking about right now as a brand new principal? I mean, do you have like a 30 day plan, 60, 90? Are you just like, we got to get the get kids in classes, we got to get to know pe people like kind of where is your headspace right now? Uh, my headspace is all over the place right now. <laughs> so many different things are going <laughs> keeping it keeping it real on the podcast. Yes, keeping it real. That's how I am. Um, I'm always <laughs> keeping it real in interviews. I keep it real when I'm talking to people. I try to be transparent and vulnerable and keep it real. Um, I keep a notebook, um, a couple notebooks by me, just to jot down different ideas. Um, my main focus is building relationships with the Glen Ridge community. Um, even though I have been in Clayton going on my ten years, and I've been in two of the five schools because three elementary one middle one high um i still need to get to know this particular community and the community of teachers even though i've worked with a lot of the teachers um so that's at the forefront um and so my theme is purposeful connections this year because i want to be purposeful in all the connections that we make this year um just because with COVID we lost a lot of that human contact um, and so that's main, that's the first thing is those relationships. Um, and then I'm thinking about school improvement goals and PLCs and all those things that make um, a building successful. Uh, so I have so many things going, swarming around in my head, leadership retreat, trying to get the leadership team together, first week back at school. Um, what books am I going to send out? What books am I going to read to the babies when they come back? So yes, I have all those things swarming around in my, in my brain. Yeah, no, I love that. What do you think about support that you think you might need? I mean, like like we said, you know, you're coming from the assistant principal position. And before the show, we were talking, I just think that is such just such a valuable, valuable position. 
that should be required in my opinion to be a principal you're just so much better um, equipped to take over your school what support do you think you're gonna need uh, like from your district or support from like outside your district with like a, a coach or like a, a mentor do you have any kind of thoughts about about that because I'll tell you like the assistant principalship is the closest thing to a principalship but there still is you know there's still differences because now it's it's on you you are the person what do you think about that um so thankfully um when i was hired the first thing i was asked is um do you, are you have you thought about a mentor um and so uh, i was a part of mlds the missouri leadership development system where i was given a mentor as an assistant principal so i'm a firm believer in um, not doing this job alone and that I can't do it alone and I don't know it all. Um, and so I was excited to hear that I was gonna get a mentor by the district. Um, and so I actually was assigned a mentor, um, someone who I respected and loved already, um, Takesha Parker, she's an elementary school principal in Lindbergh. And so we've already met and talked and um, she's given me a lot of a lot of nuggets and shared a lot of things. Um, and so I'm a firm believer that, that you know I would need a mentor um, for life. I think you, you can never do this job alone. I don't care how many years you've been in education. There's always going to be someone that can give you um, some, some nuggets um, that you need to be successful. Uh, Dr. Parker is a good friend of mine, oh. and I've actually been to her school multiple times, and I am a thousand percent with you. An amazing human, an amazing individual, an amazing school leader. And I'm just going to drop this right here to Keisha, if you're listening. She is somebody that will not come on the podcast. I have oh. asked her 20 times, Keisha, <laughs> Keisha, you're listening. Come on the podcast. I've yes. wanted to have a conversation and uh, with her. And she's like, no, 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 nobody wants to hear from me. And I was like, oh, Takesha, you, you got to come on the podcast. So maybe this will be that extra little push. I'm going to send her a text message after we are yes. done with the show and be like, Tarita says you should come on too. So Takesha, yes, she you, need, definitely you, need to come, you need to come on the podcast. So Tarita, you have just kind of finished the whole like interview preparation. You know, obviously you got hired again, congratulations. Uh, this is a uh, question that I get a lot from people. Like, how do I get my first principal job? I felt like that assistant principal job was a little bit easier to kind of break through. And then getting like the principal job, um, it just took a little bit more time and just thought. Um, any advice for people out there that want to get into administration, just from like a preparation standpoint or um, obviously, you have to go back to school and get your certification and all that, but like networking, just experience, any advice you'd love to give the listeners uh, um, about that process? Yeah, I, I would say um, if that's what you want to do, I always say build that resume. Um, so immerse yourself in those experiences that are going to get to get you where you want to go. Um, and so not only is school important, but networking. So I was a part of Ed Plus's MLDS leadership to, to network and, you know, learn from other people, um, other principals. I surrounded myself with other principals, um, assistant principals and principals to learn from them. Um, I was on committees um, within my district when my principal went out um, on maternity leave, uh, the other sister principal and I had to step up and do some roles. And then we volunteered to take on some of her roles. And when she came back, I said, do you mind that I stay on this committee so I can learn more? 
Um, and then within that role as AP, we were, um, our roles were divided at what we were in charge of for like things like budget and ses assessments and schedules. And even those, those were not on my um, responsibility list. Whenever my principal had a meeting, I would ask, can I join in? Can I learn? Um, can I be a part of? And so I would immerse myself in those things so I can learn just in case, because I never saw myself as a building principal at first. Um, because I always say, I don't like to fail anyone. And I, I want to make sure that I will be the best leader for those babies and for those teachers. Um, and so, but you never know where life will, will, will throw you. So, um, just making sure that you're networking, making sure that you're asking to be a part of those committees, asking, can you be a part of those? Can you be a fly on the wall in some of those meetings, just so you can learn and take notes, um, uh, social media, you know, being on some of those social media platforms, Twitter is huge for educators and learning from each other and reading and always asking questions, never be afraid to ask questions. Yeah, I love that advice. I think a lot of people think really big and try to act really big with getting experience and getting out there. And I love a lot of the things that you said to read it. We're just like, just raise your hand and try to join a meeting and be a fly on the wall and just, just observe what's going on and what your administration is doing and try to emulate that as, as much as you can to kind of get yourself out there. All right, let's fast forward to the end of this upcoming school year. So your first year as a principal of Glenridge is over and you look back, how will you define success? You know, if you could be like, Tarita, how was the first year? Like, ah, oh, we were successful because and maybe not just one thing obviously because right. there's going to be there's going to be a bunch of things but how would you define success as your first year leading glenridge sometimes i like to add humor all my students are alive when they walk <laughs> <out> the door, <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um i am a positive person um and so for me, it'd be more of a feeling too. Like, how does the building feel when you walk in? Does it feel the same way on the first day of school as the last? I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of the owl where it looks disheveled and it's all, the glasses are falling off, the hat is falling off in the out. And so I don't want teachers, students, staff, anyone classified, certified to look like that throughout the school year. I want them to, the way they come in on the first day with their new shoes, their new outfit, their hair, I want them to look like that on the last day of school. Um, I want to hear people like, oh, I can't wait till August. Um, throughout the school year, I kind of want to turn that mind frame from, oh, I can't, it's Monday, huh, it's Monday. I can't wait till Friday to, oh, it's Monday, you know, and not even think about, I can't wait till Friday. So I want it to be a place where when people enter, they're happy, and when they leave, they're happy. Now, that's not always going to be, <laughs> it's not always going to be like that, right? And we're going to have those days, mm -hmm. but are we able to find areas of gratitude each day? everybody in that building, even if you had a rough day, what was one area of gratitude? So I think if we can find time to um, just find happiness and gratitude at the end of the school year, um, I know that I'm successful if people are positive, if they're happy. And um, of course, we're going to have some trials and tribulations throughout, the, throughout our times, but were we able to reconcile those things? Do people feel like they found an answer or they're okay with whatever decision had to be made? Um, and I know that kind of sounds 
<laughs> I'm like, oh, this is a perfect world. But I think that will be success that we're, you know, in families, you have times where you argue, but at the end of the day, you come back and you can love on each other and you can be happy and you can be okay with each other. So I think um, that's how I know the, the school year is successful. Yeah, are happy and they can't wait to come back in August. Yeah, I love how you described just kind of like the employee in the building, uh, not all like haggard and just like things everywhere. You just kind of, you know, you're like, like you have a level of happiness and contentment and right. you're you're still kind of kind of organized. Um, and I, I look at a school year a lot like a marathon. I, I've run a, a ton of marathons and I've always strived to cross the finish line. Just, you know, feeling tired, obviously, right. but feeling, you know, I'm like my shoulders are back. I, I look I look decent. I don't look all haggard and like, right. ooh, like limping across the finish right. line. And I feel like um, because not like you're leaving anything in the tank, like, you know, right. leave it, leave it in the classroom, leave it in the building for the kids and leave it on the course. But you still have like, yeah, like I, 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 lo I love this. I could keep going a little bit more if I, if I needed to, which I think is right. a good, is a good place to be. Tarita, if you could choose one person alive or dead to spend the day with that is not a family member, who would it be and why? to spend the day with alive or dead that is a great question um that's not a family member i have so many different people now running through my head that <laughs> it's a tough question it is but right now like the top of my head the first thing would be saying like harriet tubman you know how she never gave up mm. that strong wheel she was so small like how did you keep going mm -hmm. like how did you keep persevering through all of that mm -hmm. like what was your true north what was your moral compass which we know what it was but mm -hmm. like what were you thinking during that time were you ever scared which we know she was but I just want to hear it mm -hmm. were you ever scared what were you thinking why what was your why what was your purpose what made you keep going would mm -hmm. you do it all over again um <clears throat> if you had the opportunity. Um, and if she was alive today, what would she do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hearing her story, as you're talking, I'm getting chills because I've read books on Harriet Tubman and there was a movie in the last couple of years, I think it was just called Harriet. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that movie did, did a really good job of just trying to capture, but just capture, like having a conversation with right. her, I think would be, would be so powerful just to hear. I wish podcasting was a thing you know, right, back right. when she was alive and, and running the Underground Railroad and just taking right. those risks and doing those things just to capture, uh, you know, her thoughts in her own right. words. I think that would be talk about a, a lesson on courage and resilience and mm -hmm. strength yeah. mm -hmm. and, you know, seeing hopefully the other side of of what she was she was doing, you know, day in, day out with uh, with what she was doing and the people within her uh, her ecosystem. I couldn't think of a better person to to spend the day with he could learn he could learn a lot um yeah she'd be like you're a principal that's easy let me tell you some stories <laughs> so right, right you right. know no but just like the lessons you could take yeah. so many different lessons um from her so that'd be an awesome person to hang out with tarita a huge part of this podcast is amplifying the voices of my guests so i'm just gonna pass the microphone over to you to close us out what would you like to say to all the school leaders across the country that listen to this podcast. 
Um, I would say, um, enjoy every moment. Um, every, you know, every day is a new day. We're going to have some rough days, but out of those rough days, find those moments of gratitude to be thankful for. Try to end your day with moments of gratitude and begin your day with moments of gratitude and also take care of yourself. Self-care, I know that seems like that's a cliche now, everybody's talking about it, but it's definitely needed for this work that we're doing. Um, I know here in Missouri, I think it's like 46% of educators have left the field. And so um, right now, people are feeling it. Educators, I mean, principals are really feeling it. They're not able to staff buildings. Um, So there's a level of defeat. How are we going to uh, make sure that all our students get the education that they deserve and not start off the year with, um, you know, without full staff? Um, So uh, don't give up. Keep pushing forward, believe in yourself um, and try, even though it's tough right now, um, try to find those moments of, of gratitude. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'm going to have you back on this podcast in the summer. I want to know how the first year was. So we're going to like say, okay, that's where <laughs> Tarita started. And then that's where she is. And you're going to be crossing that finish line, head held high. I know yeah. it. I want to hear some stories. Shout out to Cameron again. Thanks for uh, yeah. connecting us. Shout out to Takesha. I'm yes, gonna call you, you my on. friend. Get on this podcast, girl, because because uh, she's giving me a hard time. So uh, again, congratulations on your new marriage, Tarita Murdoch, formerly Rhymes. Super thank fun you. chatting with you this morning, everybody listening. Thank you for all that you do, and I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day.